Hello, hello. No, don't hello. bring. <laughs> I'm not allowed to do that. This anymore. is the, yeah, yeah. It is forbidden in our contract of living in this apartment. No, I mean, hey, you <laughs> never told me that. You cannot use your work songs at the house. It's going to be I a brainworm in my head. <laughs> okay. Gonna stay there forever. I was gonna say I'm not allowed to sing them and post them online. Oh, that's true. Do a also, podcast. That's true. But I wasn't thinking about your new rule that you just sprung on me. Well, I mean, we're just... I'm You're just the trying, one who got it in my head tonight. I'm just anyways. advocating for our own mental health. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, man. All right. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something. Well, I did say something. It wasn't what you were expecting, but... What? You said right. nothing. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that's nothing. <laughs> Okay. Well, anyway. Anyway. I guess we should jump right into the episode. Yep. Um, so how do we start the episode again? Well, we just we start uh, with a little dancing and, and then we cue that music. guys welcome back welcome back to the don't tell my grandma podcast with the beautiful wendy and the juan the person oh, uh come on yeah well, i mean credit credit at least i didn't lie i'm a person <laughs> yep that's true yeah and uh, the beautiful talented loving juan oh that's so great thank you Every time I feel like I just want to be modest, you elevate me. Oh, you never want to be modest. <laughs> <laughs> Not in the mic. I'm just kidding. Uh, They're going to be like, oh my God, this knob dude in the mic, just because he has a podcast, he's, he thinks he's the shit. <laughs> well, you are, so Aww. let the haters hate. Yeah, thank you. Anyways, today we're going to talk about Something that is very close to my heart because I've been doing this for as long as I can remember. And that is writing people letters from the heart. Yeah, that's something that you introduced to my life. And Mm -hmm. I feel has been one of the best gifts that you have given me. Correspondence. Mm -hmm. It's such a unique and like personal Mm -hmm. experience. And and then... Just a way to communicate, a, a way to give uh, thoughts or, or just emotions or whatever mm-hmm. to other people that the ways that nowadays people communicate just can't can't do. Right, right. It really lacks that personal touch and that yeah. that effort yeah. where you know someone sat down. Well, first of all, they picked yeah. out a letter or a card. Yeah. Or designed it themselves, which yeah. I've done for my family members and exactly. some friends. And then they process their emotions or the thoughts that they want to p- 
put into a card yeah and they write it out and then they also spend the time sending it so there's yeah. a lot more that goes into it yeah. it's very inconvenient compared to today's way of communicating i wouldn't say it's inconvenient like it writing a letter requires a lot of purpose and intention mm-hmm. it's like a delivered exercise of love yeah. right because you have to go out Did you just look that up no <laughs> okay. i wrote it and then i'm reading it thank you for putting me on the spot <laughs> By the way, guys, this is how we produce our podcast. We write <laughs> things so we don't blabber right. for 10 minutes. Now we have a little more structure and we know where we're, we're learning. Going. But yeah, it is about the it's about the intent of the writer, right? Yeah, it's as you said, uh, people firstly go for the perfect uh, letter, mm-hmm. the perfect or stationary, paper, whatever yeah. it is, stationary. Mm-hmm. They usually, like people usually look for something that's uh, nice, cute, funny. I like mm-hmm. when they go for a funny one. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of creativity. Like you can, if you go to a place that's specifically for that, there's just rows and rows of beautiful stuff mm. uh, right. to choose from. Right. And after that, after you choose that, you then think about something nice to write and you write it with your with your hand which is again an, another intentional exercise mm-hmm. and then you send it and pay for it yeah compared to just opening your email app or your chat app and just texting something yeah that's what i'm saying it's yeah. much less convenient than the way that we are used to communicating at such high speed and at the tips of our fingers we can send a a novel yeah if you want to sit down and write that then there's the fear of making mistakes and having to use white out or whatever like crossing things out but i know in in letters that you've written to me you've written in pencil or pencil first at least and then not because i wanted to make sure that i didn't ruin it and wanted to erase it well, then what was the reason for using pencil to make it look super elegant? Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> well, <laughs> either way, you fail. No, <laughs> I made it from the it was a conscious choice from my heart. I wanted to make it on pencil right. because it's like the, the OG way. Says who? Actually, ink was more OG than pencil. Oh, well, I mean. Pen and ink. Okay, I'm just, okay. I'm just, I don't want to be posh. I don't want to be like, oh, he, he went and, and. Uh, it just looks like a draft. Okay. It looks like a draft. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love you. And I did that. Standard. of love. Standard. <laughs> you're just, you're just like okay. too used to receiving very, very wonderful. Uh, no, I'm used wonderful to writing them. Yeah, well, yeah, but you also receive a lot of wonderful mm-hmm. I do. Uh, mail from your friends and family. Yeah, I do. Which I'm also makes me so happy to see that too. Especially all the way to Japan yeah. being delivered to and from yeah. um, Japan and the US and having that international exchange. Yeah. That's, that hasn't even died and we're miles and miles from our family and friends. Would you? We can still communicate in a very special way. Yeah. Shout out to Japan Post. Oh my God, Doing the your best. job really well. I don't know about the other end of it, but. <laughs> <laughs> what are the best and most convenient 
mailing services in the world. Oh, yeah. Would you say that, like, there is a direct correlation between convenience and uh, intention in terms of sending uh, correspondence, sending a letter? Like, Mm -hmm. the less convenient it is, the more love there is behind it. Like, it's very easy to just send an email or send right. a text. And well, it takes a power from it. Like, if, if, I send, if I text you, I love you, it's not as powerful if, as if I, I wrote something and left it on the, on right. the table right. that says I love you, exactly, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's just everyone, anyone who has a working phone can send a text. Yeah. And the content can be really heartfelt, but it just doesn't get you. It doesn't it lacks that emotion? What would what would make you feel more happy if I wrote you a very beautiful poem mm-hmm. on a text, or if I just wrote "I love you" on a letter that's like cute and. It, it's like well written like mm-hmm. you can see the effort right oh okay i mean honestly i think having something to hold you know something yeah. physical in your hands also represents the person that has gifted you it so yeah. with that it adds even more of an attachment yeah and I think the meaning of the words, even if it is one phrase or a few words mm-hmm. strung together, I think that grows with the effort that you made to put it on paper. Right. That's that's how I feel. How about you? Uh, I feel, I think that's also important, like mm-hmm. the ten, how tangible ten. it is. Yeah. And the fact that you can revisit it, like... Having a text, people don't usually like frame their texts or put it on a history to revisit it again. But if it's a really nice, well-written work uh, from the person, Mm -hmm. you can keep it and be reminded of that often. Which is a very nice um, way to remind yourself Mm -hmm. of the importance of a relationship, right? Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't know. There's some, there's a lot of layers to that because also like, oh, it's a very well-written, very thoughtful poem, but you can also go to Google and find a lot of thoughtful things that you can send to another person. Oh, I think the, I think the messages that really mean a lot and stick with me are ones that remind me of the person too for example they might bring up a memory that we shared together um and it doesn't have to be a novel it doesn't have to be you know paragraphs it can be like a simple line yeah maybe an an inside joke or something that takes you back to that time when you guys were together yeah and you know very few words can spark that yeah so i think if the person is really good at choosing them Along with maybe, I don't know, a, a postcard or something that yeah. also um, goes with the, the line or yeah. whatever, the writing. Yeah. 
you hear that it first. That can be really powerful. You hear it here first, guys. You don't have to be Shakespeare to get the girl. That's right. Did you, you don't. Did, <laughs> did you... Um, Shakespeare? Did you fall for a guy who was like very sensitive and, and writing very nice things in college or in In college? In no. I wish. No, there wasn't really anyone <laughs> like that, to be honest. It's kind of sad. Yeah, the sensitive guy is, is an endangered species. There was one guy who was like, yeah, he was kind of like that. He didn't really write me anything. Have you had any love interests who have written you letters? Who you've kept in touch with via correspondence? Well, do you mean physical letters? Uh, yeah. Uh, Are you a non-physical letter would be what an email or? Yeah, like. I'm, yeah, I'm just talking. No, 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 no. I'm talking. No, about it's just not a thing. And I think it's something that should, we should clarify first. Like in DR, from where I'm from, physical mail. Hmm. It's only like official stuff. Mm. So it will be very unusual for you to receive a, a physical letter, a handwritten really? letter even. Even on really special occasions yes. like Christmas or well, birthday. Yeah, they will be maybe delivered personally. Like, hey, here's here's a letter. But a, you're not sending them no. po through post. No. Oh, okay. Because the post system... The national post system uh -huh. is just not reliable. It's mm. it's so unreliable that people just have assumed that it doesn't exist. That's such a shame. Yeah. I think that's an integral component of a good yes uh, a good country, a good culture. Yeah, it's something that I've come to learn after yeah. coming to Japan how important it is. Yeah, I guess it's something that you also take a take for granted once yeah. you do have a good system. Absolutely. But that's interesting. So what instead do people mostly, what do people do before the age of cell phones and texting? That's a good question. I really don't know. I feel that uh, people mostly delivered stuff themselves. That culture of correspondence mm -hmm. just never stuck in, mm -hmm. in DR, even though my my culture is very keen to uh, adapting or appropriating things mm. from American culture. Yeah, that wasn't one of them. That wasn't one of them. Right. It's very strange. It's like in the in the olden days, send me a telegraph. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> that would be like now when I receive it, it's so it's such a great feeling. Mm hmm. And I appreciate it so much. I guess Aww, also because I never did, you. right? Do yeah. you, you give it for granted now? I don't take it for granted. You don't, you don't take it for granted? Okay. No. Every time I get a letter or write a letter, yeah, right. it's very special. And It's still special. To be honest, it's sometimes hard for me to sit down and just get it done because it's right. like a task that is lingering. But once I do, I just get in the flow of things and it everything just comes out i'm able to express myself and that's the thing with letters um you have time to process your thoughts and put them on paper yep. and maybe you want to reach out to a long lost friend or someone you haven't kept in touch with and i think you have more time to reflect and put the right words down 
Yeah. Whereas sending a message or even a phone call. Yeah. Um, more, more, I think, texts or emails. Um, words can be more misconstrued, I think. Right. Sometimes you read into things if it's a quick message, whereas yeah. a letter, it's different. There's a different feeling yeah. to it, and you know that the person put more time into There's constructing There's a lot more weight. It. So if it's yeah. a positive letter, it feels very yeah. positive. If it's mm-hmm. a negative letter, it feels really bad. That's true. That's true. Yeah, there's a flip yeah. side to that too. What is your favorite uh, item that you received? Either a mail item? or an item uh, gift or something that you have received through correspondence? Oh, man. That's a good question. Hmm. I really love when I receive mail from people who are artists because I get to see mm-hmm. their handwritten and read their handwritten letters, but I also get to see their artwork and how they've evolved right. in that process. Mm-hmm. So that's always so much fun to receive a letter from people who create their own cards. Mm-hmm. Um I don't, uh, there's so many that I've received that it's hard to pinpoint just one, but. Which is one that you, that comes to mind right now. Yeah. I think when I was really lonely in Japan, my parents sent me a care package Oh. and they sent me, you know, some really nice items. And then right. the letter, the letter was the most important thing that touched me because right. it just reminded me that. I was loved no matter where I am. Exactly. So I think that was just a really nice gesture that made me feel more connected to home or to my family. Right. So. Do you think that the fact that people, uh, this is something that just came to my, to my head Mm -hmm. right now, like that people in the States might be a bit more distance, distant from each other in terms of actual physical distance that in a small country like Dominican Republic where mm. people can just visit each other oh, and I they see. always feel connected in a way they can oh, always just I see. Uh, see each other if uh-huh. they want to say something or communicate mm-hmm. uh, actually plays mm, that's a uh, really good a thought good question um yeah i think it could like if you have your community um a, a close knit community and you mm-hmm. have all of your family members mm-hmm. living in a you know a few miles radius yeah then it's much easier to catch up on the daily and yeah. stay connected on a more regular mm-hmm. level mm-hmm. whereas my family members are pretty spread out and right. i don't get to see a lot of people anymore because our schedules are so different or people are getting old and they don't travel so much. So it's hard to it's hard to make time for either of us to mm-hmm. actually meet up and see each other in person. So yeah, I think it definitely affects Oh, it's the closest friend you've had. Like how close was I've, it? The closest friend who that, I've exchanged. No, no, no. The with? the closest friend from your house where you used to live. How close it was. When like, I was growing up? Like well, you know I grew up in a small town, so I, I'm not talking about growing up as a kid yeah. because that was a puny town. Like We're talking 
If yeah, we're comparing the DR to no, my hometown. Right. Then, what I mean is like, could did you feel when you were growing up uh-huh. that you could drive to your friend's house all the time? Yes. Okay. Or take a bus. Did yeah. that influence how much you corresponded with them? Um, yeah, because I couldn't drive myself. Well, yeah, of course, that's a factor. But and um, I guess more when you were like... Well, yeah, of course, when you're a kid, you don't have so much freedom. At least I didn't unless I could get a ride or my parents knew my friend's parents and Mm -hmm. it was a lot easier. Mm -hmm. But in terms of uh, maintaining correspondence with family members that I didn't see more than a few times a year, then that was the way that we communicated. Mm. It wasn't. I talked on the phone a lot when I was a kid, but that was to grandparents. That was maybe to, it was a lot to my friends. I used the phone a lot talking to my friends when we weren't hanging out in person. But I didn't really call aunts and uncles so much or cousins. Yeah, Yeah, I'm not sure why. Hmm. Did you, would you call your immediate or your, your family? All the time. All the time. And they were so accessible to mm-hmm. us that yeah. it felt like we just lived in a community, mm. small, like, neighbors kind of. Yeah, I would understand community. if that was your situation yeah. growing up, then yeah. you're not really using letters to catch up because yeah. you kind of are catch already up. in the loop. Yeah, Catch up? Put catch up in letters? Mustard on the beach. Aww. <laughs> it's a delicious meal of love and Cats thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Aww. That's great. Yeah. I think that most be- more people should uh, revisit that aspect of our culture. Or not everybody's culture, but maybe it's something that you want to uh, explore and, you know, try and and we we definitely um we definitely want everybody to feel how wonderful it is to have how did you feel receive something right how did you feel when you first received letter or something like more well thought out well, well the written f- right the first time i received a letter from someone that i like it was conscious, like, oh, wow, this is something special. Mm-hmm. It was after I came here, and a friend of mine, a friend that I made uh, while living in Japan in my first mm-hmm. few years, uh, was living, leaving, and, uh, and she left me a letter telling me how she felt, like mm-hmm. how much she appreciated me as a friend mm-hmm. because she just wasn't the kind of person who can do the like goodbye oh right right yeah and and so she just wrote something and it was really wonderful that's nice it was such a new experience and from that point on i started uh understanding how this value yeah the the value Mm -hmm. how this new way of communication has really such a powerful impact Mm -hmm. and i didn't myself started writing things until we started dating to mm-hmm. be honest because uh, I just felt like I couldn't do such a good job but I wanted to do something great for you and I 
I tried and, and thankfully you really liked it. And you asked me what I wanted and I told you, like, that's all I want. I just want a letter. Yeah. And you surprised me with 27. <laughs> yeah. <One laughs> so you really got, year. you caught up on letter writing in that one, for one birthday. At least for mine. birthdays. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say in one sitting, but I I don't think you wrote all 27 of them. No, it took that me months, but. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, not months, weeks, but yeah. Yeah. I think it's, sometimes it's hard whenever you're in those moments where there's a lot of emotion Mm -hmm. um for some people like me it's hard to know just what to say and how to verbalize it like I have a lot of emotion I obviously feel a lot of things Mm -hmm. but for me to put it on paper is more powerful and accurate it gives more of my feelings justice than maybe not knowing how to express myself in the moment because sometimes I think that's a skill too and I can improve on that but if I have it in writing then I feel like I give it more Mm -hmm. I'm able to better express myself yeah yeah and now that we've been stretching our muscles Mm -hmm. writing muscles Mm -hmm. uh, we have been developing that skill of putting our thoughts into paper and mm. properly expressing ourselves. Right. Uh, I feel it's such a rewarding and just uh, nice skill to have. Yeah, it is. It's good for your, you. It's good for the people who read it, Yeah. whether that's one person or if you're posting something online. Yeah. It's a really great way to share ideas disseminate ideas and just take this weight off of your own shoulders as well yeah even if writing is not your thing we definitely want you uh our listeners to try to even if it's just like taking a paper and writing some things every now and then or even just on your your notes yeah in your phone anything it's really good for your brain. It's really good for your your mental health, yeah. your emotions. Better it's for really sleep if you have all of these ideas flying yeah. around in your mind before bed. Yeah. Just do a brain dump. Or if you have all of this pent-up anger, anxiety, then I recommend just doing two minutes, maybe not even two minutes of brain dumping onto a page. Yeah, before bed is also really, yeah. really good. yeah. That's something that I want to make more of a daily habit. Yeah. Or at least every other day, because sometimes I I wait too long. (laughs) (laughs) In other news, we want to say that um, vaccines are happening. Did you know that? They are. We haven't haven't gotten a taste of the schedule in Japan quite yet, but we know that we're not anywhere near the front of the line (laughs) but we're really glad to hear that our friends and family in other parts of the world are starting to get their vaccines and it's looking better yeah yeah the ball is moving we're seeing the light out of the tunnel Mm -hmm. at the end of the tunnel yeah exactly or at least what seems like light it might just be um i don't know some mind trick (laughs) Yeah, it's a mirage. Ah, <laughs> please. 
And this. It's pretty crazy because mm, update in Japan again. It's already time for sakura. Yes. And it's super early. It shouldn't yeah. be. Yeah, they shouldn't be blooming already. But I looked at the sakura, the cherry blossom um, forecast, and they said Tokyo should be blooming in full bloom by March 23rd. But That's, they're already blooming right now. Yeah. We have a few by our house that are give them a couple of weeks and they'll be in full bloom. I don't know. It's it's a little, it, it's a little bit scary it because is. it is like is the world trying to give us like is nature trying it to give us been. a bit of hope or is just oh, like oh. telling us that there's something wrong with the weather? A, yeah, I thought it was more of a warning sign. Yeah. Another one. Like, hey guys, I know it's been a really rough year. How do, how about we get you this so that you entertain be, yourselves? That's a nice thought. I wish it was that. <laughs> I like to see things in a positive light, please. Yes. Okay. Well, we'll think of it in that way for now, because yeah, because cherry blossoms are a really great indicator of the winter is coming to an end, and yeah. there you will see brighter days. So maybe it is an indication of a better year ahead. <sighs> Let's hope that at least. So what have you been reading lately? Oh, yeah. What have I been reading lately? I guess we can end the podcast on this note. Just share a little bit about what we've yeah. been reading. That's a good idea. It doesn't actually. have to be the book you're reading. It can be anything you saw in the news. Yeah, no, know. I mean, I have so many thoughts about it what I've been reading because uh, if you guys haven't don't know, like we've been trying to make a, an effort to read every day, mm -hmm. uh, at least 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. uh, but lately we've been like really drilling into it, like an hour, two hours every day. And um, I guess it's also because what we're reading is such, is so wonderful and uh, yeah. enriching. Yeah. Uh, I'm reading Long Walk to Freedom mm -hmm. from Nelson Mandela. And it's uh, such a journey, yeah. as, the, as the title says. Yeah, I It's imagine. a long, long walk, but it's uh, very um, meaningful. Mm -hmm. what, you, what have you been reading? Um, I've, I just finished a couple of books, but one wow. is similar. Mm-hmm. To the one you've been reading, which is Born a Crime. So it's a great, well, by Trevor Noah, mm -hmm. if you don't know. But it was a great introduction to um, learning about South African yeah. racism and life in South Africa. Yeah. Uh, the apartheid. Apartheid. Hit. Oh, okay. Apartheid. Apartheid. I think that's the apartheid. pronunciation. Yeah. Apartheid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. And it's been, it was a pretty, I would say, leading up to the end, Trevor did a really great job bringing enough humor and light into it to make it... More palatable. More palatable, right. Enjoyable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. While still learning about the history, the dark history. Yeah. Um, it ended really, ugh, it was just very heavy. So it was hard to read towards the end. 
But I really like the overall tone of the book mm. and the relationship with his mom was just something very special. And I'm glad he made that the center of the story as well. That's such an interesting choice to make the end of the book mm-hmm. the heaviest uh, part to digest. Yeah, well, mm. there was buildup. Like I, I kind of knew it was coming. I see. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, from my experience, and I, I think it's very interesting that we've both been reading about South Africa's mm-hmm. history. Yeah. And uh, how difficult it was to go through those years of the struggle uh, for liberation mm-hmm. and the end of uh, the horrific system that was perpetuating. Systematic racism. Systematic ra- racism, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's not like it's cured and has disappeared. No. But a lot of strides have been made. Yeah. And uh, it is just such a great informative uh, microcosm of what humanity has gone through in many different cultures and different countries. Uh, of course, it has its own flavor because it's such mm-hmm. a unique, uh, such a unique place mm-hmm. with a lot of diversity and uh, right. a lot of different uh, circumstances. Mm-hmm. But I feel like everybody can get a lot from reading different things. You can everybody can get a different thing, a different uh, lesson. Yeah, you everyone gets something different out of yeah. what they read. That's true. Yeah. And not necessarily just about racism, but about life, about love, about uh pursuing something bigger than you. Mm-hmm. Trying to go against a system mm-hmm. and uh believing in yourself. It's it's very um illuminating journey i would say mm-hmm. and it's it's not something that i necessarily uh resonate completely resonate completely with me but i feel like i've, I've become a much better person mm. learning from those experiences and a lot of things have definitely felt like something i have experienced myself oh so it does resonate i mean yeah parts. not not completely but certain things well i don't think it would completely because that's not your yeah, story exactly exactly but like i haven't been uh the target of racism mm-hmm. very often but i've had been the target of racism in in certain occasions and discrimination i think that's something that we should talk more about too you don't have yeah. to go into it today but i think it's good to share our stories and yeah. and um, shine a light on the different levels of racism that yeah. people experience too. Yeah, yeah. Because even, you know, the slightest bit of racism is to be um, addressed. Otherwise, yeah. it's just going to keep happening. Yeah. At least you can share your experience and help others be more aware of it or feel like they're not alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like we said, is. It's just a collection of great books. Yeah. Oh, yeah you've, been, you've read a lo- another one? Yeah, I read another one. Um, maybe I'll talk about it a little more next time, but it's yeah. called Mambo in Chinatown, and that's completely different than what I read in Trevor Noah's 
biography, yeah. but um, it's definitely more lighthearted, but also mm. addresses some racism and uh, what it's like to be an immigrant in the U.S., right. especially a Chinese immigrant. So that resonated with me. Mm-hmm. And also um, the tale of two sisters, um, tight-knit relationship of a family struggling and finding yourself through dancing or whatever you're passionate about. Yeah. In this case, in this in the book, um, a woman became enamored with dancing and she never thought that she would be able to um, do anything other than be a dishwasher. So it was very enlightening, uh, very inspiring rather. Mm-hmm. Mm. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, that was... Uh, <laughs> oh God! That was something. <laughs> you know, it's, it's that it, was why that was something. Your face, <laughs> the face does not lie. Well, Defi- I, I definitely want to start making like video recordings of our oh uh, of our sessions because a lot of it is lost. Oh yeah, that's true. Our beautiful faces and our on our unique exp- uh, expressions <laughs> are lost a lot of the comedy is lost oh well let us know what you think if you guys think that's a good idea yeah we'll put the links to the to the books in the I description don't, i don't know if i'm ready for youtube yet but it could be a possibility <laughs> let us know on the on the email send us your suggestions and comments to podcast.com and we really appreciate your time. We Again, we'll put all the information of the things that we talked about on the description. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, visit our website too. Like we don't want to abandon it. I promise I'm going to write something soon. Um, but yeah. and um, Share some books that you recommend. Check our Instagrams. Check our Instagrams. Our Camelgram. Yeah. <laughs> Let us know what you think. Give us some good feedback because we're always yeah. open for that. And we'll be back on Sunday for another episode of the Don't Tell My Grandma podcast with Juan and Wendy. Again. 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 No, it's fun. It's fun. We're really having a great time. <laughs> it's not like we're time. in prison. <laughs> we're not in prison in somewhere in, South Cor- in North Korea. Oh my god or south africa what if we were no i want to visit so bad north korea no (laughs) south africa (gasps) yeah me too wrong corner of the world me too yeah well it's been fun thanks for tuning in with us and see you next time yeah see ya